everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Two Guys and One Topic. I'm Liam. And I'm Ollie. So, thanks massively for listening. It is super duper appreciated. Um, the purpose of this podcast is just for us all to learn um, about some new topics. Uh, the idea was that if we could just learn enough about, well, bunches of topics, we'd be able to hold a conversation with anyone about just about anything. Exactly, Liam. We think this is a really useful skill to be able to have and you can use it in all sorts of different aspects of your life. If that's talking with friends down the pub, maybe during a job interview, or if you're just trying to hold a conversation with someone you've just met. In this podcast, we'll be covering a wide range of topics and we'll hopefully introduce you to new topics, books or concepts that we think will be useful for you to learn. Uh, yeah, I think it's quite important that we do tell everybody though that we're not experts in any of the subjects we cover. This is, we give ourselves a week to research something, and this is just the summary of the research, reading, um, you know, the stuff we've done this week. We do all the hard work, and then we just share with you what we think is the most important and useful information. Definitely. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, it's been brilliant just learning things, and if other people, if there's just one other person that can learn some more about a, a topic and be more confident to talk about it, then that will be brilliant. Yeah, man. Sounds great. Right, let's share some knowledge, shall we? Let's get started. This week, we will be discussing the seven wonders of the world. All right, then. So this week, we are talking about the seven wonders of the world. This is a super interesting topic. I love me a bit of traveling. Ollie, we like to start our pod each week with a like a preconception, I guess. What were your thoughts about it before yep. you started researching? What do you think? What did you know? Well, I knew that I didn't know them. And so the seven wonders of the world, I think most people think they'd have a stab at, stab at telling you what they are. But I learned the hard way, I guess, during a lockdown Zoom quiz last yeah, year. Right. It came up in one of the questions. You get a point for each one, answer, um, just list out the seven wonders of the world. And I did horrific in uh, in listing them because I was including things that shouldn't be in there. So I, I knew some of them, but didn't know many of them. How about yourself? Yeah, again, sort of similar. Like I like traveling. My goal is to get to every country in the world. So I like to think I know them all, but it turns out I don't know them all. Uh, you know, like the first, like straight away, I go, oh, Hanging Gardens of Babylon. The yeah, pyramid. of course. That's in there. Uh, Everyone knows that one, right? Yeah, I don't know. The Grand Canyon. You know, you just start <laughs> listing off, like, you, you essentially just list famous places and just yeah. cross your fingers that they are one of them. And, uh, yeah, you know, the, the places that that you think, they've all got something to do with it. They're all linked to it in some hours, we'll probably explain. Yes. Um, just they're not necessarily the... Uh, the seven wonders of the world that are generally believed to be true, I guess. Nowadays. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Do you want me to say, say why? And sort of let's jump yeah, into it. Yeah. So it, so what, what happened was that there was a, in 2000, there was a Swiss foundation. They launched a campaign to try and determine what the new seven wonders of the world would be. Okay. Um, and their thinking behind it was because the original seven wonders of the world that was compiled in the second century BC so that's way back, um, that there was only one entrant that was still standing, which was the Pisa, uh, the Pyramids of Giza. Yeah. So, you know, they thought it's about time we revisited this list and updated it. And it turned out a lot of other people thought the same. So they, they ran a vote and 
you had to vote for what you thought should get into that list. Over 100 million people voted either over the internet or by text. Um, and then the winners were announced in 2007. And so they came up with a definitive list of what is considered to be the new wonders of the world. Yeah, they're, um, they're all UNESCO World Heritage Sites, aren't they? Which, which That's right. um, you know, their job is to keep stuff as it is, I guess, and, and maintain like famous places that are culturally significant, I think. Um, but one of the problems with the voting was it's in everybody's interest to have a have a world um a wonder of the world in their yeah. country yeah so there was a lot of uh like politics involved and i think maybe some money sloshing around to try and <laughs> get to china make sure that they were you know it's in your interest to be a wonder of the world so maybe i should be paying for it so it came out that unesco actually i'll quote them because i i wrote down what their quote was. UNESCO wishes to reaffirm that there is no link whatsoever between UNESCO's World Heritage Programme, which aims to protect world heritage, and the current campaign concerning the new seven ones of the world. There is no comparison between the mediatized campaign and the scientific and educational work resulting from the inscription of sites on UNESCO's World Heritage List. Yeah. And partly, you know, what, what was their reason behind that? I read it was something to do with like the royalties or what this Swiss foundation was trying to achieve by it. Yeah, it costs. Yeah, to to be a wonder of the world, you have to pay a licensing fee and things like that. And um, like the voting was via text message, yep. and there were some some worries that that the money was going to the world, the Seven Wonders Foundation, when perhaps it should have been going elsewhere. Yeah. I also read that with the with the voting that there wasn't there wasn't the a limit you could vote as many times as you wanted as well all oh, so, right yeah yeah so, so if you were like if you owned the sydney opera house or something <laughs> yeah. you know you just pay someone to vote all day long to try and get yourself on that list or something yeah so it. what are they then i love it yeah you've just you've just name checked another famous um another famous building that some people might have thought might be interesting if, if people now if they i'm just about to tell you what the new seven wonders of the world are if you just want to maybe just pause the podcast and just think to yourself, what are they? Fire us a tweet. Fire <laughs> us a, a tweet or something saying that before you say it, this is what I think the seven wonders of the world are. And uh, so we'll just give you we'll just give you a, a couple of seconds there to pause it. We'll we'll revisit it next week. All right, here we go then. So I'm just so, about to tell just, you. Just before you do this, when they announced these, they announced them in Benfica's football stadium in oh, front yes. of like like thousands, as if it was the Oscars or something. And then the like they, they got celebrity people to come up and, and announce it. So they'd be like, and the first world wonder of the world is, and then they announced them. So, <laughs> you know, we're not so here we that. go. Drum roll. We have the seven here. So in no particular order, this is, um, they, they didn't uh, rate them in terms of how people voted. We have the Great Wall of China, the Chichen it's a Mayan city in Mexico, Petra in Jordan, Machu Picchu in Peru, Christ the Redeemer, the statue in Brazil, the Colosseum in Rome, and the Taj Mahal. Decent. That Decent. is the list. That is the list that you need to know and hopefully take away from this podcast. That is the list that you need to know are the, the newly agreed seven wonders of the world. Yeah, man, just learn those seven. That's it. You walk into a pub later and you discuss it, and uh, that's all you need to know. Now, you might notice, though, um, I mentioned the Hanging Gardens of Babylon earlier, and you mentioned that there used to be a list, and there did. So it's just worth very quickly, and we won't probably talk about this very much, 
but there were obviously the ancient seven wonders of the world. Yes. And this was way back, like, like you said, 200 and something BC. So thousands of years ago, um, when the Romans had pretty much conquered um, Europe, I guess, uh, they put together a little list, which, which a lot of people consider to be sort of like a, a travel guide of places you should see. Um, but because they'd only conquered where they'd conquered, they tended to be Greek sort of places. You yep. know, I think five of these seven were Greek anyway, because they only know their own places. But very quickly, they are. Um, so it's a great pyramid at Giza, which we've already mentioned. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon, which a lot of people think they, you know, they know about. There's the Temple of Artemis, the Statue of Zeus at Olympia, the Mausoleum at Halicarnassus, the Colossus of Rhodes, and the Lighthouse of Alexandria. Nice. Yeah, uh, good work. Yeah. It's, um, so, um, is it also worth, I, I read somewhere pointing out that we're not even sure if the Hanging Gardens of Babylon actually existed. It might yeah. be a rack or it might not. Yeah, they think it might be. Not, but I've been in Iraq, um, but I, I wrote this somewhere. Um, there's no, there's no um, mention of this super famous place in any Babylonian inscription. Yeah. So yeah. anywhere that, that that they're talking about historical stuff, they never mention it. Yeah, they're not hundred percent sure. All the stories about it are they're called. Um, they're not first hand. So anybody that talked about it is always talking about one of their friends yes. who had seen it. No yeah. one has ever said I saw it. Yeah. So yeah, so there, there was this there was this old ancient list, and it was just based on where what people knew of the world back then. Obviously, there's yeah. a wider world out there, and we've now come up with this modern list as of 2007. So, should we jump into these ones? Yeah, let's have a let's bumble through these. Um, so we've actually been to some of these yep. between us, haven't we? There's seven here. We've been to four of them between us. Very fortunate. So, yeah, do you want to go first? And um, so shall I kick off with the Great Wall of China? So. It is in China, um, but it is it's one of the world's largest construction projects, and it's approximately 13,000 miles long, or 21,000 kilometers. Um, work actually began on it in the 7th century BC, and work continued on it for 2,000 years, so going through different Chinese dynasties that, that were in place. Yeah. Um, it, it's not just one wall. I'm sure people have seen it, but just to state, it isn't just a single wall. It's two parallel walls running with like a platform in between it all the way. And the reason that it was built was to try and keep out the northern invaders crossing from um, from Mongolia. Um, okay. But yeah, it's, it's still still standing in, in most in, in a lot of it. And it's a really visited place, high tourist place for lots of people to visit. And you've been there, haven't you, Liam? Mate. What did you make of it? It's pretty great. I mean, it's pretty impressive where I went. So it's so if you go, you know, we might have some um, some people listening to this that, that wouldn't know how to get there or, you know, stuff like that. So it's quite easy to get to from Beijing. You can you can actually get to part of the wall on the Beijing using the using trains. You can just get on a train and go there. Um, we actually got a private driver to take us to a place called Mutianu, Mutianyu, I think. Um, it's about 45 miles away. It took about an hour. It's, it's a day trip. But... This place is cool because it's got a cable car going up to the wall because the wall's pretty high. Like uh, in places, the wall's about 14 meters high. So it's not like you just, yep. you know, it's, it's, it's hard to get over it because that's why it's there. Um, so you cable car up, you just walk along the wall and back. You can walk along, go to all these different watchtowers. And at places, you've got to go up hundreds of stairs at a time. And it's yes. properly hard. And, uh, you know, people selling T-shirts saying, I conquered the Great Wall. And you think, well, it's just a wall, but it is 
blimmin' hard. Um, but anyway, so it's cable car up, but then it's like a toboggan ride down. Said so this toboggan ride coming down. Um, so yeah, nice. dead interesting. Really, really good. Second on the list is uh, we're going to do Christ the Redeemer, shall we? So Christ the Redeemer is that giant Jesus Christ statue in Brazil that overlooks the beach, doesn't it? It's on top of the mountain. It's about 30 meters tall. Uh, Just a quick little fact about it. When they laid the foundations of it, they hadn't actually planned what the statue was going to be. So they'd already knew it was going there, but they hadn't planned it. So they started building it without actually knowing what it was going to look like. And then when it was built, it was actually built in France and shipped to Brazil, which if you look at a map, is a blimmin' long way. Yes, yeah, it is. Shipping, to be shipping a statue. But yeah, you've been there. Thoughts? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I managed to to go there when the, the Football World Cup was on. Um, and obviously being in being in Rio, had to make sure that I then got myself up to the Christ the Redeemer statue. It You can see it from near enough anywhere um, in Rio. It stands out for miles. And... I found out when I was there that part of the reason that they built the statue and had it in place. So Brazil is a very religious country. They had, um, they'd separated the church from the state and they felt that the Brazil was getting increasingly more sinful. So people were, you know, not, not behaving as they should do. So they put up this huge statue of Jesus and normally a statue of Jesus would have a cross. This one doesn't, this has open arms so arms open really wide and it's just trying to symbolize the the love and depict a symbol of peace just to remind people within Rio to behave and, and to do as you should do. It's best to go and visit if anyone ever goes, it's best to go and visit in the evening um, because you get an incredible view when you go up of being able to look out over Sugarloaf Mountain and then into the, the Rio Harbour and just see... Um, yeah, see it going from from light to dusk. That's what I'd and it. And so if you were in Rio, you could get to it quite easily. It's so easy. Yeah, there's a cable car to get up to it. Um, you don't need to be particularly fit or anything. You know, it's it's cool. you, it's on like a main line to get their cable car up. And it's like you said, it's, yeah, it's like 98 feet tall. So it's not a huge uh, exertion on you. But once you're up there, it's, it's really cool to go and see. All right. All right. Number um, three. Number three, let's let's hit the Taj Mahal then. That's one way you've been, isn't it? I, I never knew this about the Taj Mahal, that it was built as a symbol of love by the emperor, Shah Jahan, for his wife, where she yeah. died in childbirth after giving him 14 children. She then died in labour on the 15th child, and um, wow. he built this temple for her. Yeah, it's enormous, and it is beautiful. It's like really? properly nice. It's really, really it. So we were there and we, when we got there, we were told to um, wait and it will change color by some people, you know, there's okay. loads of people just, were like, wow, I believe that when it happens. And it does. And like at sunset it's white. one minute it's white and the next minute it's pink and it's, wow. it's nuts. The whole thing just turns pink and it's beautiful and it's massive. Um, you can do it in a day trip from Delhi if you get the right trains um, but it's about two or three hours away. So most people will go it's in a place called Agra. Um, and a lot of people will go and stay in Agra. We, okay. we went and stayed in, we were actually in Jaipur and then we went to Agra and then we went to Delhi, which is like a triangle that a lot of people do. Um, we did it slightly differently, but yeah, you can do it in a day, but most people will go. It's more of a, like you need to, if you're in Delhi, you're going to need probably two days. Um, nice. I've, I've heard, I've heard it's huge. Can you go in it or do you just stay on the outside? I think we went in it. Yeah, you can yeah. go in it. I think there's a queue to get in. There was, there was um, 
you know, tons of people taking pictures, tons of people taking pictures of me for some reason, <laughs> me and my wife. Can we have a picture? Yeah. As if we're celebrities or something. I took, I took my, you all know this when I, so I've got a little Teddy that I, that I have had since I was little and I, he was actually my ring bearer at my wedding that Ollie loved, but I took <laughs> him with me and it's just the Teddy, you know, is as big as my hand, it's tiny. They wouldn't let me take him in for fear of it being something that it shouldn't be. Yeah, I don't know what everyone has. It's just, it's just Teddy. They went, no, it's going to have to sit in the security lock, locker. They let me take everything else with me, my bag and drink and food and everything, but I had to leave him behind. Weird. I also read, because it is enormous, and I, you just said that then it's huge, that it took more than 20,000 labourers. Oh, you're going to say the fact about the hands? Oh, no, I didn't know this. And then it took a thousand elephants were also used in, uh, in actually building it and completing it. No, what's, what's the fact about oh, the hands? No fact, a rumour. This is one of those rumours from like history. Um, Rumour is that uh, the emperor got all of the builders to cut their oh, hands yes. off afterwards yeah, yeah. so they couldn't build anything more pretty in the rest of their life. Yeah. And a separate rumour was that he was going to build a black one opposite the white one made out of black marble, but then he got into a fight with his sons and he never got around to doing it. But the plan was originally to be a white one opposite a black one, apparently. Cool. Um, right, let's um, move on then. Number four um quite this is probably one of the or probably the maybe the easiest one to get to this is the Colosseum in rome um it's number four um we've all seen this i think it's you know if you think of the film gladiator yeah the Colosseum. it's you know like an olden times wembley arena or something isn't it it's where yep. all the gladiator battles happened you've probably seen the pictures where it's crumbling down um i think i read somewhere there's only about a third of it left standing um so if you, you know, you imagine what you can see of it when you see pictures of it to think it would be, you know, much, much bigger than that. Um, yes. So it's pretty nuts. yeah, it's a, it's an enormous amphitheater and it was built around 80 AD. So again, going back over 2000 years and it is incredible when you even going up to it within Rome, there are Roman ruins. Yeah, okay. um, that, that have been left and been preserved but when you get up to it and it's just it's so popular you need to book a you know days in advance ideally but weeks in advance before you go you can do certain tours um but it's it's incredible you you go in and it is just ginormous and just to think that they used to have gladiator battles there and you know that whole emperor thing with the thumb up thumb down and you'd have like i read i've, I've read you know different things between 60 and 80,000 people could fit in there wow. um, all that time ago. And they used to hold, yeah, there used to be ceremonies there. There'd be gladiator fights, but then they'd also just for fun, there would be like events where they just slaughter animals. And there was a yearly one that they used to do where there'd be up to 10,000 animals would be yeah, slaughtered in one day. How nuts cool. is that? 10,000 animals. Like, I don't know. I hope everyone ate them afterwards and they weren't just put to waste. <laughs> There's like 80,000 people in there. Maybe it was like 10,000 chickens and then they would add... <clears throat> Maybe. Burger. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't condone it either. Um, yeah. but, um, but no, in- incredible. It, it's, um, but just for, you know, certain people, I guess, uh, who, who don't know, if you're in Rome, you can get to it. No problems. It's not a difficult place to oh, get to. Super easy. It's right in the center. Uh, yeah. Dead easy to get to get yeah. any of the, um, yeah, public transport will get you there. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's quite, um, yeah. Getting to Italy, getting to Rome, is not going to be a diff. Is, you know, if you're in Europe, you yep. could get there very, very easily. Definitely. Dozens of flights a day, and then just jump off and go and see the Colosseum, couldn't you? Yeah, definitely. Should we just recap? So the ones that we've said so far, 
out of the seven on the list, we've done The Great Wall of China. Yep. Christ the Redeemer, Taj Mahal, and the Colosseum in Rome. Okay. All right. So three to go. Now, we've not been to these three. Um, I've actually got a friend that has been to all seven, so I asked her opinion of them. So yep. I might throw that out there, so you, you know, because it's, it's worth knowing. You know, it's part of our research. Find out what we can find out, and if I've got someone <laughs> who's been to them, let's give them an ask. So let's do, shall we? Let's save the hardest one till last. Let's do Chichen Itza in Mexico. Is, Ch- is that Itza. It? Yeah, exactly. Chichen, Chichen Itza. Itza. So. so this- do you, do you mean to say it? So this was yeah. a this was a Mayan city that is it's on the Yakutan Peninsula in Mexico, and they think it was built this Mayan city. They think it was built around the ninth or tenth century, so you know, well over a thousand years ago. And yeah. under the rule of the, of the Mayans, they built a number of really important monuments and temples. And there's one that sort of stands out as their most notable one. And it's like a stepped pyramid. Um, so it's like a four-sided pyramid called the El Castillo. Yep, it's nuts. If you look at a picture of it, th- this is probably one that I didn't know. Same here. Um, when we're talking about, like, I, I I would know the other places. You know, I might not have known them on the list. I'm not sure I even knew this, this place existed. I was the same as but- you. If you look at a picture of it, it's pretty nuts. It's basically a pyramid. It's basically like Giza. I'm not sure. It's nowhere near as big, I don't think. No, it's 25 metres high. So it's not it's not enormous, but it's still some pretty, you know, there's some pretty serious you know, architecture and like testament to their building that they were able to build this like over a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they think it was built close to a fresh water source. Um, so it was some sort of well sort of thing. And then that's why the whole city built around it because it was access to that um if you go so a bit of research on this and my friend confirms this this you can get there very easily from cancun in mexico now loads of people go to cancun you know it's massively massively touristy it's only about two hours from cancun yeah um, dead easy to go hire a car get in a taxi get on a bus do a day tour um my friend um my friend said it's pretty massive <laughs> quote it's pretty massive um but she went on a tour and she was pressured into getting a souvenir of a bottle of alcohol. So <laughs> maybe if you could go on your own, you wouldn't have to do that. But <laughs> can uh, I, can I tell you something else that I read about it and part of the attraction. And again, just coming back to, like, they seem to be really good at this in the olden times. It always amazes me that, that they were able to do this type of thing, but it features 365 steps. So that's one step for each day of the year. So all four sides is 91 steps and then there's some in the middle. Um, but in the spring and autumn equinox, when the sun is setting, the shadow that's cast on the pyramid, it gives the appearance there's a serpent slipping its down its uh, way down the, um, down the wow. north stairway, which yeah. is pretty cool. And then at the base of the north stairway, there are these enormous stone snake heads. So if you then look at it, so... People, if you're listening, you'll have to maybe Google this. If you, it's the the Chichen Itza temple, and you can see on the pictures that it looks like the way that the shadow is running down. That it looks like it gives there's an illusion of a snake crawling down the stairs. And they must have planned that when they yeah, built it. Exactly, unbelievable because they built it with nothing like what we've got, which yeah. is boggling of the mind. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Number six, then let's stick to a slight. This one is accessible. Uh, they're all, you know, so far you can, you know, if you're traveling, I know you've got to go to Beijing or you've got to go to Rome or you've got to go to Delhi, but but the places aren't hard to get to. Next one's very similar Petra in Jordan. I don't know how many of you knew this was a site. This, right, this is one where I think if you showed me a picture of it, I'd have known what it was. And I'm not 100% sure I'd have known this would be a wonder of the world, though. Uh, completely. Um, so I, I didn't know this was on the list. So I'll, I'll try and describe the picture and see yep. if anybody knows this from the picture. It's that place where they've carved what looks like the front of a building into the wall of like a cliff face. And then the door of this building is the entrance to a cave. Yeah. So that, that, that sort of, that's what the picture is if I was trying to explain it to somebody that hadn't seen it. Um, it's, it was, so it's in Petra because it was like the, the, the route of travel between East and West. So it became a city because a junction point, I guess. And they had a fantastic underwater spring of water and they had all these clever aqueducts and stuff underneath the water. So even though you're in the middle of the desert, in the middle of like nowhere, there was all this water source, which meant that the city sprang up. Yep. Um, but yeah, so it's a city full of, you know, there's temp theatres, gardens, baths, tombs, but they're all carved into the, into the rock. It's, um, so it's pink sandstone. And yeah. so that adds to just giving it that, you know, visual amazement that they've not only just, um, yeah, carved everything out and built, built these, you know, uh, rooms, temples, places for them to, to live in this city out of the rocks, but it's also, yeah, with this amazing pink sandstone. It was actually done in 300 BC. And so it, again, it was done a long time ago, but it was forgotten about. So people stopped going there. It was a forgotten city and it was only rediscovered by a Swiss explorer in 1812. Yes. So it's, you know, relatively, you know, wasn't known about for a very, very long time. And then 1812, it was rediscovered. I read that um, it's the, I, uh, I, I thought I wrote this down just so I could say it, but I haven't. It, it's, oh, yes, I have. It's it's the only city in the world that has been made by subtraction rather than addition. So instead That's of brilliant. making things, they've taken stuff away from the rocks and uh, and uh, carved these massively ornate front edges of these. They're, they're basically all caves. It's just a cave with a really fancy front. Yep, incredible. Um, but when you say when you see the pictures, it looks absolutely stunning. So and I just another thing. Um, you can do this in a day. You can day trip this from Amman, which is the capital of Jordan. So if you happen to fly into Amman, you can in a day get to Petra. It's about four hours on a cheap bus or three hours if you were to hire a car. You can do it on a day trip. It's not that expensive. Just, you know, you have to go to Amman, I guess, in the first place. But it yep. is accessible in that sense. Nice. Which cool. leads us to the last one. Let's hit is, the last one then. Which is less accessible. Uh, so we've got Ma Machu Picchu in Peru. Yeah, this is got to go out your way to get to this one, don't you? This is a <laughs> this is a bit more of a trek. You know, you might have heard of the saying, "We're going to trek Machu Picchu." So, did you know Machu Picchu when you know what this is? Yeah, I think I did, and you know, I've got a few few friends on Instagram, Facebook or what have you that have been there and um, taken pictures of themselves. And so, yeah, I, I would have, I'm pretty sure in the Zoom quiz last year, I included this on, on one of my answers. 
Yeah, so this is that place where there's all those rocks really high up in the mountain. That's what it sort of looks like, doesn't it? Like in the um, Andes it's Mountains. Like a, it's, it's like a. It's, they call it the Lost City, don't they? Yes. It's basically a city of the, the Mayans. Is it the Mayans? Have That's got that it. Right? It's the not the Incas. This oh, Incas, Incas. Sorry, Incas. Yeah. Sorry, the Mayans did the the uh, Chichen Itza one. So the Incas. Um, so they built all their cities. Um, but this city was built way up the mountains. And what happened was. They, they were in this city um, living and they've got, there's about 150 buildings um, in this city. Then they abandoned it and nobody really knows why. And when the Spanish, I think it was the Spanish conquest invaded Peru, they basically destroyed all of the Inca cities. But because this city was so high and so out of the way, it was safe, I guess. Yes. They didn't get to it. And then it, th- this Machu Picchu wasn't found again until 1911. It was like, <laughs> It's like only a hundred years ago. <laughs> Do you, something else that I read about it is that the site is actually prone to earthquakes, but the way yeah. that it's built is that all the stones that they're, they're not, they, it's not like bricks and mortar, like holding them together. So all the stones, um, they're like, they're set together like dry walls. And so the buildings bounce and the tremors bounce through the stones when, it, when the earthquake goes off and then they all fall back in place. And right. that's why they've been able to stay intact. Apparently, yeah, their um, their masons, so the builders, if you like, who carve all the stones, they were so good that all of these buildings that have been made out of like massive rocks that are so tightly compact that apparently you can't fit a knife blade between them. That is how wow. tightly packed they are. Um, and it's thought that not a single wheel was used to get these rocks up the mountain, and that they, there's no evidence to suggest they used wheels. And they reckon they were pushed or carried all the way up to the top of this mountain. You, um, I, I can't remember this. Have you got any idea how high we're talking? Um, no, I did not write this down. Because but, it is a hike up there, isn't it? And yeah, yeah. It's like, so my friend, my friend actually said, I, I asked her to, to talk about each place. She had Machu Picchu, um, lack of oxygen, so it makes you very sick, yes. which meant she felt she couldn't enjoy it as much because yeah. you know, you're not used to doing that. She said it's incredible to think of the way it's built. Um, yeah, and she loved it. Um, so to get there, because just did a little bit of research, you've got to fly to Lima, which is the capital of Peru. But then you've got to get yourself to a place called Cusco, um, which is another flight, okay. and like an internal flight. Then you've got to get a bus or a train to Machu Picchu, which is, you know, it's, it's out the way to, um, to try and do it, uh, <laughs> which is, you know... Uh, uh, it's obviously worth it. It's worth it once you get up there because everyone seems to say how great it is when they get there. Maybe they just say yeah. that because they because they put so much effort into it. They're like, so what you can do is you can fly to Lima. Good. You can fly to Lima, and then you can fly to Cusco, like this internal flight to Cusco. Then you can do a twenty-six mile four-day trek all the way up to the Machu Picchu. You can just trek there instead nice. of getting another bus or train. Um, cool. Yeah. So, so should Machu we just, Picchu. Should we just run through them then? So. The seven wonders. So these are the, the the new seven wonders of the world. The ones that we think are most relevant for you to know about is the Great Wall of China, Christ the Redeemer in Brazil, the Taj Mahal, Colosseum in Rome, Chichen Itza, Mayan city in Mexico, Petra in Jordan, and then Machu Picchu in Peru. Yeah, and um, there were... There were lots that were on the shortlist for these top seven. And just very quickly, if you're wondering why they're not on there, they were on the shortlist. They just didn't win. Like stuff like Stonehenge, um, Red Square, Statue of Liberty, Eiffel Tower, Sydney Opera House. They were all on there. They just didn't win. Um, yep. 
is it, is it worth us just saying that they're the ones that are considered to be the seven wonders of the world and they're all man-made, but there are other wonders of the world, which there's a separate list that are the natural wonders of the world. Yeah, there is. So do you want me to just fire these seven off very yeah. quickly? So we won't talk about them, but seven natural wonders of the world, Rio Harbour, um, the Great Barrier Reef, the Grand Canyon, the Aurora Borealis, which is, Ollie, the... The Northern Lights. The Northern Lights, just checking. The Victoria Falls in Zambia, the Paracatin Volcano in Mexico, and Mount Everest. Can I can I just ask you just to say a little bit about the volcano? Because <laughs> I, 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 was, I thought that was quite incredible. So just I so people you. know, this, this volcano was the... It's the first and only volcano that was witnessed and recorded by humans. And it's not that long ago. It erupted for nine years straight from until 1952. But what, what did you find out about? Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. So we weren't, when we plan out this pod, we were planning on just talking about the other ones, but just I bumbled into talk, finding out about this. This volcano in Mexico, because it's like, well, I've never even heard of this place. How can it be a natural wonder? Uh, it, it began life only in 1943 as a, uh, a hot mound of soil in a farmer's field. So it's just a hot piece of soil. In a day, it had grown to 50 metres, 50 <laughs> metres high. In a week, it had grown to 150 metres. So what it was, it's the only volcano that humans have ever seen actually grow and become a volcano. Um, and then, yeah, like, so over the next nine years, it just kept erupting and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and until it became just a massive volcano. And that's why it's on the list. Nice. And then there is, there are other lists that you might stumble across, but we, we don't want to confuse you. There's there's one around the mo- the modern wonders of the world. And these are things that have changed the way the world works, either from a technical or an innovation point of view. And they're definitely not like art or beauty related in terms of statues, carvings, you know, something um, to look at. And they're, they're more, well, they, they were put together and compiled by the American Society of Civil Engineers. So these are more things like the Panama Canal, the Channel Tunnel linking the UK and France, the CN Tower, Empire State Building, Golden Gate Bridge, um, the it's Arpu Dam in Brazil, and then also a set of um, dams in the Netherlands, the Zootery Works. So, yeah, there are other things that sort of appear on other lists, but the main ones are the main seven. Now, now I challenged you, Ollie, and, I, and then I, I forgot to do it, but I know you have done it. Yeah. I said that what we should do is come up with is it an, an not an anagram, an, an acronym? Mnemonic. An acronym? Mnemonic. I don't know, whatever it was to remember these seven wonders. So I want you to just say to everybody what they've got to know to remember the seven wonders of the world. Go. So Matthew and Petra redeemed great chicken from the column of the Taj Mahal. So Matthew and Petra, Matthew, Pichu and Petra redeemed yep. as in Christ the Redeemer. Yeah. Great as in the great wall of China, great <laughs> chicken, but it's not called the chicken itza, it's called the chichen itza. Yeah. Uh, great chicken from the column, the Colosseum of, and I forgot the last one. Taj Mahal. The column, oh yeah. The column you need to remember, Taj. you need to remember. So just imagine the Taj Mahal is like a, a one big KFC and one of the columns <laughs> on the side of the Taj Mahal is serving out chicken. It's great chicken, though. Remember that. And so that's where Matthew and Petra went to redeem great chicken from the column of the Taj Mahal. There you go. Right. <laughs> Here we go, then. It's time for the 
two guys, one topic takeaway. So one little interesting nugget of information that you might have found this week that may or may not be interesting to anybody listening. Hit me. Cool. All right. My two guys, one topic takeaway is it's claimed that the Great Wall of China is visible from the moon, but that has been debunked numerous times and it's not actually possible to see the Great Wall of China from space or from the moon. But if you want to try and put it into like some comparison, because the Great Wall of China is so long and thin, it would be almost be trying to see a single strand of human hair from about two miles away. So that's why it is not possible to see it from space. Interesting. Nice one. Nice How about one. yourself? So, What's your two guys, one topic takeaway? This is a little bit less than the takeaway this week, but something that I found interesting. Um, there is a company called Around the World Tours. And if you are interested in these seven, you can actually go on a 27-day Around the World Tour to all seven of the wonders of the world Cost you about seven thousand pounds. Takes twenty seven days, but if you fancy it, nice. do it. And then, then I started reading a blog by a girl. I think a girl called Megan Sullivan, who claims to have been round all of the wonders of the world in thirteen days for about six thousand dollars. Cool. So, so it is possible. If these are on your bucket list, you could tick them off within a pretty short space of time if you use that company to do it. As long as you've got the money, right? What do you think about this week's? Ah, I've learned so much this week about these, something that I thought I knew about, which I really didn't. And yeah, it's it's so much, so much easier to remember them with my mnemonic now. I'm sure I'll get any future Zoom quiz uh, if that question comes up again. Matthew and Petra redeemed great chicken from a column in the Taj Mahal. Yeah. Yeah, How about you? What what are your thoughts after? I thought this was great. I love traveling. Like I said, I've got a ginormous map of the world sitting in front of me with all my pins in and I want to see everything in the world. And I thought this was really interesting. And like you said, I thought this was something that I knew or knew more about. And it turns out, didn't really know much about some of them. Um, so yeah, great, great topic. Hopefully, hopefully someone's going to go away from this and they're going to have a little chat about it with somebody and they're going to say, oh, I listened to this on the Two Guys One Topic podcast. Uh, yeah, if you're thinking of going, going to one of these places, let your mates know about it. Hit yeah. them up on Instagram, tag us in and, exactly. and uh, let us know. Cool. We've got one week from today to go and learn a new topic. Let's go learn something else. And we'll uh, let you know knowledge. what that is next week, right? Yeah, share some knowledge. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. All right. That was a slightly longer one this week, but not a lot. And hopefully, hopefully it deserved it. But thanks for listening. Um, We would absolutely love to hear your thoughts on this episode or or any episode or any suggestions or anything that you think we could talk about. Anything that you think that we got wrong that you want to let us know about. Please contact us on Twitter and Instagram at two guys, one topic. Share some knowledge and we'll be back next week. Thank you very much.